The Doom Scroller with Andy and Anna. Hiya. Hiya. Oh, you were ready. Oh, I thought I'd put you out. No, you can never catch me out. <laughs> I'm, I'm like the, the non cause Yeah, <laughs> that famous reference. I feel like that's like a crap version of the Hamburglar. <laughs> the Hamburglar? I don't know why, but I just imagine that the non-catch-outer would be like dressed like the Hamburglar, but with a I feel giant like, catcher's mitt. I feel like it's like the Pink Panther, but with like a shitter theme tune. So it's like, Buddha, 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 Oh, a nice little rip-off of uh, current property. That's always fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, gear grinding anything this week? Um, as in, have I been grinding someone else's gear? Uh, yeah, have you, in fact? That would be good to know. Yeah, I did realise I phrased that in a strange way, didn't I? <laughs> I was trying to mix it I, up and it just fell flat. I don't know if I've ground anyone's gears, but now I'm wondering if there's another podcast <laughs> where someone's literally <laughs> complaining about me at this very second. <laughs> the doom... Joker. <laughs> I don't know. The Doom Joker. <laughs> Excellent. The Dim Scrawler. <laughs> so, who have you pissed um, off this week? I don't think I've pissed off anyone, <laughs> which means it's been a terrible week. Yeah. Um, obviously, we had a, a group yeah. video chat. <laughs> and I fell asleep, didn't I? That was fun. I offended everyone, so they went to the toilet, and then I fell asleep. So it was a good chat. And I turned up an hour late. Kind of falling asleep. (laughs) I think it was more than an hour as well. Um, (laughs) You were, like, videoing us, but whilst you were in bed, wearing full onesie (laughs) and so many layers. And you're sat currently knitting a woolen dress. which (laughs) So I can wear it in bed as well, just to keep warm, you know. I just have to keep all the layers on. I now officially think you're cold-blooded. <laughs> I do. Like, I never used to get this as much, but now I find that um, I'm cold a lot when sat doing nothing. So I think this I... is a, like, lockdown thing. Well, this led to an uh, interesting conversation on, on Sunday about what people wear in bed and what is appropriate. And I got... Raccoon onesie. I got sheet-shamed for... <laughs> <laughs> For, for the my clothing or lack thereof while no, you do wear bed. a t-shirt so it's not a complete lack thereof i do wear a t-shirt i don't like my top half to be cold sometimes i'll take it off for the night but i do often wear a t-shirt that so, is true socks off i'm assuming for you yeah i'm not a sock wearer in bed <laughs> um i i find that i have to have every bit of my body covered because if any bit of it is not as covered as the rest of it then it feels incredibly cold, which often tends to be the gap between the top and the bottoms that I'm wearing, which is why onesies are a great solution. I feel like you need a better duvet, and that would solve a lot of this. Well, last night I did almost melt at my parents' house, so that might be true. (laughs) Well, how much did you pay for your divot? Oh, honestly, I don't even remember. It's so old. thin? It's not super thin, but I have loads of blankets. As you saw, I kind of like stack them up. I have I a blanket as well on mine. I think it's a stackable thing, you know? I do have a blanket as well on mine, and I do like the blanket. 
Although Everyone I took it off last night. Everybody <laughs> loves a blanket. It's fun when it gets summery and you can take it all off as well, isn't it? And suddenly it's like, oh, yay. Yes, Change in but temperature. I hate sleeping without a duvet. Like, even when it's really warm, I don't like sleeping just my nuddy body against the elements. Right. That makes me cold because it gets, even on really sunny days, it gets cold in the early hours. Yeah. So that's uh, bedtime. <laughs> You're making me sleepy. I'm quite sleepy anyway today because I didn't have a great night's sleep. As I'm staying, as I mentioned, at my parents, um, I've also got Mr. Pickle, my cat, with me, who was an absolute angel for the first part of my sleeping. But then I woke up to go to the loo, which then caused him to have an absolute party. But my parents have a, like a lot of glass doors dividing rooms instead they have like glass panels on the doors which pickle then just bashes against and they make the most god-awful noise he was literally he was sat on top of a bloody wardrobe in my room he was just all over the place and it's just like i just want to sleep so then i locked him out of my room so then he obviously went through and bothered them all night so none of us had a good sleep um <laughs> does he scratch at the door he well i guess it is scratching but because it's a glass door it's like boom 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 um it's really loud and then he was trying to, for some reason, get into my wardrobe, which I know has nothing interesting in because I put all the stuff in it yesterday. Um, really determined to get into there. So I was like, fuck this, I'm putting him out. And then obviously he went and Do did the same routine like a... for them. Sorry? Does the house that you're in, is it more than one floor? No, it's a, it's a bungalow. Uh, I was going to say, because where I live, there is way... Oh, I've just dropped my microphone. You can shut off downstairs at night mm. so they've got a lot of space still to i don't have a cat yet obviously but they would have a lot of space to roam around downstairs but yeah, it's definitely worth even though it's adorable when they fall asleep with you and you like cuddling you know it's nice it's nice to cuddle up to cats at night They're, they always lose their mind at about 3 a.m it's just cat way my problem is with my uh, ex's cat the moment he'd come and sleep on me was the moment i needed the loo yeah, they do know that as well. Yeah, that, that that is a classic cat move. Cats are the trolls of the animal family. They like to sit on your bladder when you need to wee. Just to <laughs> squeeze at that extra bit. Dicks, aren't they? I love them, <laughs> but they're such dicks. I think that's why I love them, though. Because, like, have you ever seen that comedian on YouTube who does a routine about why he likes cats versus dogs? Because the energy of a dog is, like, quite a lot when you first you know it's like oh my god oh my god you're home like and they're just like up in your grill the whole time like <sighs> and like cats are just a bit more like oh you're home fine whatever what, what was that, what was that noise again for the dog <laughs> that's what, what dogs that like they're like <sighs> up in your face like just so excited <laughs> and sweaty and like <sighs> and next time on anna reads erotica <laughs> <laughs> oh erotica I love the word erotica. It is a great word. Congratulations. It's not um, as good as my favourite word, which is, of course... Harlot. Sorry, no, one? that's a great word, but plunge. I plunge. love the word plunge. Not plunge, but plunge. Dirty, dirty girl. Plunge. <laughs> I like to plunge. Plunge. But you're saying it's like two syllables, right? Plunge. Plunge, like spelunk. <laughs> spelunk. <laughs> Going spelunking. And like spunk. <laughs> so, I mean, the big news, I guess, is we are allowed to frequent the streets of the world again, kind of. 
Well, we, we, I think we were before. We can just do go indoors now. Yeah, okay, so we're allowed to frequent the living rooms now of some very small number of people. I don't know. I'm kind of confused now. I'm Can't just like, we? as long as I don't do anything too stupid, I feel like, I you know, thought as long as I don't we... lick a stranger, I'm kind of just going to get on with my merry stuff, you know? Can we actually go inside people's houses? I thought you can now go inside their gardens. I think you can, but I think it's a small number of people. You can go inside restaurants, I know that much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, okay, here's something that I'm obviously just... This is how stupid I am. When do you think gyms reopened? Um, in April? Right, because I thought they reopened yesterday. which, or As in Monday the 17th, which apparently is not true. But I don't understand. I just don't. I'm so just utterly bamboozled now. And as I say, as long as I don't lick someone else, I'm kind of just keeping myself to myself and getting on with stuff that seems to be open because I'm so confused at this point. Have you had your jabberoonie yet? No, I have not had my jabberoonie. I've got it when I come back to London next week, though, my first one, uh, um, which I'm very excited about. Yeah, that's good. It's good yeah. that you're not nervous. No, I'm I, like I have um, underactive thyroid condition, which means that I have to have my blood taken every six months of my life, and I almost always feel sick beforehand and get panicky. But I've got quite used to being stabbed now, so I just know that it's never as bad as you think it's going to be. Also, I do have quite a lot of tattoos, so needles. <laughs> well, yes, and we discussed how much they cost the other day, and you yeah, well, I think opened that's my eyes. <laughs> I'm just naive. I'm full of naivete. That's a great word as well. Yeah, that is a great word. So how about, like, aside from um, things that are jerking your gherkin, what's tickling your pickle this week? So, there was a story that tickled my pickle, <laughs> and it's from Arkansas, or Arkansas, if you're talking about uh, our Tracy in Arkansas. Um, <laughs> there was a girl... A 19-year-old in Arkansas who was wanted a flat to rent. Oh, I know this one. She um, didn't view the property. Yeah. She just booked in, got the tenancy, then didn't realise it was in a retirement village. So she's now the only person who's under, like, 65 in this retirement village. And she bloody loves it. She loves <laughs> it. She said there's loads, like, they all feel like grandparents, and she... It's really quiet at night. Um, and it got me thinking, so it did. <laughs> when you're older, and you're much older than me, so you're much closer to this yeah. age, do you think you'd like to go to a retirement village? So, okay, just rewinding slightly on this, the thing that I don't understand is, how did she not realise? Like, I would have thought there are rules behind moving into a retirement village that mean that... So- you can't this, unless you're over a certain age. This village didn't do that. It right. was aimed at, and obviously most people, in fact, I think all people there were, but they it's equal opportunity housing that doesn't discriminate on age, despite it being designed for senior citizens. Right. So, so basically, most people look around and go, this is the place for oldies, and decide it's not the one for them. Or if senior not... citizens. Sorry? Or senior citizens. Or senior citizens. But senior citizens are oldies, aren't they? I think it's a nicer phrase than oldies, unless you've oh. got the word golden in front of it. No, but oldies and goodies, aren't they? You know? 
Um, so, yeah, that's my, my question on this, is I didn't understand how she'd managed it. But with regards to living in a retirement community, I think so, yes, because I read... I don't know if you've seen that Richard Osman won the Best Author Prize of some sort. I saw that he won something. Yeah. He's some Best Author Prize he won. I don't know which one exactly. But it's for a book called The Thursday Murder Club um, that I read earlier in the year. And it's really good. And I'd recommend it. I think it's really funny. And they that's set in a retirement community. And they seem to have a whale of a time. So, um, yeah. Don't see well, why back, not. Back in March, I remember there was an update on this. Um, I think with funding or something, but the UK's first LGBT retirement community oh, wow. is due to uh, open this year. And I love the sound of that. Yeah, that does sound like a fun place. It'd be nice. Plus, it's like you could, you've could you got a chance for love in old age. If, if of course, I've uh, not found some by then. But I plan I to just say, leave... If, of course, I haven't died by then. <laughs> I plan to just leave a string of lovers behind me. Yeah. That's the way to go. It's better than a string of shit. Um, yes. yes, it is. That's that's the moral for today's podcast, everybody. A string of lovers is better than a string of shit. I mean, it's not shit. always, actually. There are some lovers that I think are worse than shit, but, you know, it really it's depends. It's not even just shit, though. It's a string of shit. And Lord knows how you got shit on the string. <laughs> because is it like a You'd daisy You have to swallow the string and then just pull it out. Are they are they shit centipeding it? <laughs> I wonder is this like what happens to a human centipede or the On the subject of centipedes. Just the you... shit. <laughs> On the subject of centipedes covered in shit, have you seen about the grand return of Cuthbert the Caterpillar? So we talked we talked we talked about this. We definitely didn't talk about it. Um <laughs> A few weeks ago, and I have not seen the latest. So, what is the latest? A Cuthbert's back. He's back on shelves, and all profits at the moment go to charity for his limited rerun. But his um, charity endeavour. This is Aldi's um, caterpillar cake, Cuthbert, um, which was taken off the shelves because of a lawsuit with um, M&S about caterpillar cakes and infringing on design copyright or something. Um, I'm sure that's not exactly right, but something like that. Um, but he's relaunched his foray into Aldi with a skydive. Oh. And then I'm just kind of curious, like, how how does a skydive... I mean, Presumably it's kind of wonderful, just... the idea of, like, a chocolate cake just landing on your head when you're walking along, but... Well, I like the bit before the skydive, because that's when you've got cakes on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> that was worth it. So thank you, thank you. Here all week, but literally, it is just someone tossing cake out of a plane. And if the parachute doesn't open, I do wonder how many people are being killed from (laughs) falling Cuthberts. That's a final destination death for sure. Like, (laughs) death by Cuthbert. Could you You, imagine imagine the setup scene? There'd be like them crossing a road, and then it's it's icy, but they manage to get across okay, and then like. They almost get electrocuted by a falling pylon, but they jump out of the way. But then a but the caterpillar death, lands on the them and kills death them. by chocolate cake. How dare he? I get it. <laughs> <laughs> so, the final uh, with final destination movies, the way that people die is always kind of like linked to the thing they do. Generally, like, how do you think you would die in a final destination movie? Oh. 
was going to say something really vulgar then, but I don't I want know, to. I know, I thought it's a thing at the same time. That's why I started chuckling. <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of anything that's not just really gross. I think I'd definitely be eaten by the cat. Oh, no, I think you'd die in a crocheting accident. Yeah, I was wondering that too. I mean, I do have a lot of hooks and needles and things. Um, I also think you just overheat in the woolen dress. Like, <laughs> what our listeners Maybe don't I just, know like, is stab that... my brain out with a, you know, like, fall I can, onto it. I can I see Anna right now. She's knitting. She's still knitting her woolen dress, which, yes, is as bad an idea as it sounds. <laughs> I'm looking at it now, and honestly, I'm sweating. And this is not it. even... I haven't even finished the top of it. Wait until it has a skirt attached. You are going to itch so much. And Just so you know, it's not actually fairly... wool. It's I'm way too cheap for that. It's um some form of cotton acrylic hybrid is it just like sandpaper that you yeah basically i just wanted to make sure it was as sandy as possible um but again i've 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 kind of said oh i'll wear it to this event and then not allowed myself enough time to make it so um i've done this a few times they see you in it you'll be uninvited (laughs) Um, so moving on from your dress catastrophe and (laughs) um What's either ground your gears or tickled your pickle or flitted your clit this week? <laughs> um, um, I had a lovely weekend away. Um, and I this is like the weirdest thing that made me happy. But, you know, like barges on, on is it rivers or canals? Canal barges. I think they prefer to be called narrow boats. But yes, OK. Those, I'll, yeah. Them. I'll bite. Have you ever seen someone opening and closing a lock to let one of them out and down? That was oh, fascinating. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I cannot remember. I, I like felt I like I was a... living okay, I out a child's kind of educational book because I, I don't think it's something I've ever been concerned about since I used to read like, I don't know, what ladybird books about different types of accommodation or something like that. Like I've never worried about living on a barge particularly. But I got to watch somebody lock and unlock some locks in a canal the other day. That was pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> so that's this is the high point of the podcast when we talk about people <laughs> watching people do the locks on canals. I I'm also still really obsessed with TK Maxx, like and we have an this, update on your TK Maxing. I feel like this might be the way that we go in Final Destination. Sheer fucking boredom. boredom. <laughs> Do you know, speaking, to of, death. speaking of narrowboats, though, because um, I've known people in my life who, who live on narrowboats. I know swear somebody by them, at the moment, but yeah. One thing I was looking at, there was an article the other day about someone who'd converted a van, a fairly big van, but a van, into yeah. their home. Yeah. And they're doing it quite well. But it did get me a thinking, a so it did. And I'm not sure I would like that. I've seen these before. I've seen a school bus done, and that's done quite well. But even then, I don't. It's it's all. No matter how nice you make it, it's always so pokey and it always seems like such effort. Mm. And you've always got to have like storage galore. Well, I'm pretty sure with the canal boats, you have to like move them every week or something. You're not allowed to keep them in the same spot, which just sounds. And it, I think it's quite a laborious process to move it. A couple of hours, which does just seem like hassle to me. And yes, I totally agree. Like, I mean, I get car sick, so I imagine I'd probably get seasick if I was trying to sleep in one. Um, but yeah, no, they always like they always seem more like a a second home than a first home. 
I mean, I see the sense in it. They're much cheaper, so you could be mortgage-free very quickly. And you don't have to stay in the same place. You can always move away from your neighbours. And it's freeing, isn't it? But at the yeah. same time, I worry about things like how to get posts. You must have to have a PO box and things like that. And rats. I don't know, just space. So, like canals, canals, canals must have rats, no? Well, houses can have rats, though. Yeah, true. But I feel like they're more attracted to wet areas, aren't they? Big old. You, could, you couldn't really have a pet like a cat. It's not fair. It's too You see, small. my friend who lives on a boat does have cats. And yeah, I don't understand the logistics behind it. I wouldn't have thought it's very fair. Are they outdoor cats, though? I think and if so. so yeah, how, no, do, how do they know to come back to the barge if they move to a, to a narrow barge? Oh, God, I'm doing it now. They move to a new location. Well, I don't know. It's all good questions, which I have no answers for. But something I do have an answer for is um, what German people like in their vending machines. Okay. What do you think German people like in their vending machines? I, I, I have no idea why it would be any different to what anyone else likes. Well, okay, they have machines. a type of vending machine that isn't elsewhere in the world that I'm aware of. That I just think is a wonderful idea in, in Venice. Um... Three like guesses. Cuthbert the Caterpillar. <laughs> no, unfortunately not. Woolen kind of the same dresses. shape, though. Sorry? Woolen dresses. <laughs> unfortunately not. They're missing a trick, though. Maybe shit, that's my next... Shit on string. Shit on string. string. Again, similar string shape, shit. maybe. <laughs> Go on, then. What is it? Sausage vending machines. Okay. Um, and you can get a side order of potato salad in these vending machines. So, yeah, There's got to be first. a way to keep that stuff fresh then because that stuff does not last. Well, I think the sausages that they have are not like your standards. Like, I think they look more like the kind of, you know, the vacuum-packed jobbies. Like pepperoni. Not... Yeah, do they not last a bit longer? I don't really know. I don't know the logistics behind... The vending machines, but yes. I don't know. I feel like you've come into this with half a story. <laughs> well, it has apparently bratwurst, bockwurst and barbecue meats in it. What's um, bockwurst? Bockwurst is another type of sausage. Wurst means sausage, so... Well, I know that, but I, um, I can picture bratwurst. I think bockwurst are the really red ones. Okay. The... <laughs> <laughs> oh no they're not i found them so they're made from ground veal and pork apparently and flavored with salt white pepper and paprika oh so that well, would I... make sense that they'd be a bit red then wouldn't it what's veal remember what that is that's veal. not deer is it yeah it's deer isn't it is I it yeah i thought it was venison i think that's a different type of deer or something is veal baby no ignore me um veal is baby cow is calves baby cows Oh. So venison is. Oh, that's my meal sad now. <laughs> so um, venison is Bambi, and veal is. I'm I'm now realizing why you... your volume is so much worse than mine at this because you keep moving back from the microphone. <gasps> I'm just reading so many interesting news stories. Um, so my other news story that I've. <clears throat> got kind of into aside, aside from the idea of sausages and vending machines which i love um was that like there's what would you think if you found a picture of your child assuming you had one 
on an ugly <laughs> child website, like a like an Instagram devoted to shaming ugly children. Oh my How god, would... that sounds like the worst. The worst. That's happened to a family Instagram. recently. That's but, so horrible. A baby though, they found an ugly baby website and they found their child on it. Um, the the Instagram account has now been taken down. But I was just kind Good. of thinking like. How would you feel if that happened? You would be hurt, wouldn't you? What a breach of, like, privacy, of, like, people's... Like, a child has no ability to consent to that photo. And also, what just a horrible idea. This is a bad news story. Bad people. (laughs) Bad. It it did kind of lure me in, because everyone does kind of like the... You know, some babies are ugly, though, aren't they? I have to admit, this particular one, I've seen a picture of, and I don't think it particularly is ugly. Was was this your Instagram account, now you've said that? (laughs) No, but I do have a friend who runs, if we're talking about breach of privacy, I do have a friend who runs an Instagram account where they take photos of people asleep on public transport. Called Sleeping Bays. Who are these people? That's horrible as well. (laughs) That's like such an invasion of privacy. Gentle I mean, listeners. I like to expose people I know when they're asleep. Equally as appalled, make sure to report this to the authorities. <laughs> Sleeping we'll, we'll get them cancelled. We'll get them cancelled. Do you know that vending machine in German is Verkaufsautomat? Verkaufsautomat. So Verkauf means buying. To buy. And then automat no. is machine, I guess. Oh, wait. Kaufen is to buy or sell. I think Kaufen is to buy, Verkaufen is to sell. So oh, I think it's sense. selling machine. Selling machine. Pretty I think good. so. It's been so long since I did German. I like that German often will have these long words, but when you break it down, they make sense. You know? Yeah. Like. I did German A level. I didn't. But I know that a hedgehog is a Meerschweinchen. No, that's think... a guinea pig. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay, well, I knew it had the word pig in it. Because shrine is, is pig, as in like Yeah, but that's spies. why I thought it was a hedgehog, because it's... A hog is a pig. Oh, that's true, actually, yeah. No, okay, it's let's guinea, find out. It is guinea pig, though. Okay, well, my, my one German fact was proved incorrect. <laughs> but no, I... I don't I, know what a hedgehog is in German, though. What's a I, fire? Feuerwehrmann or something, isn't it? Like, I feel like a lot Salamander, is it? Not a salamander. Sorry. Now I'm just thinking... Salamander. Pokemon. Is it a salamander? Foyer Vermont. I thought it was a Foyer Vermontist. How am I spelling it? Is it Fireman? Yeah, I think so. Like, I like the fact that their long words often do break down into things that kind of make sense. So Fireman is Foyer Verman, yes. It's not salamander. <laughs> a salamander is a type of, like, amphibian. But in my head, it's fiery, and I don't know why. Yeah, I know what you mean. I'm pretty sure that that's like some sort of myth, because I think that there was one in some TV show, Fiery Salamander. Let's find out. Yeah, apparently it's a type of salamander, is a fiery a fire salamander. They have like patterns on them, so they look a bit burnt. Do you know what I'm burnt. thinking of? Was there a Pokemon called Charmander that was like yeah, a salamander there was. that was Oh on my fire? god, this is... <laughs> There was. I think that's what I'm literally thinking of, and I hate myself for it. Hedgehog, <laughs> hedgehog in German is Eigel. I love that we've gone from. Um, let's not go back to hedgehog. Well, let's stick with the salamanders. That salamander. we thought that a fireman was called Charmander. <laughs> because it's I don't so know good. why. I remember Charmander though. He's cute. 
Who's your Who's your starting Pokemon? See, I'm not a big poker fiend. I know Pikachu. I know Salamander, and I know <laughs> Salamander. Not Salamander. Salamander. Salamander's a real creature. And I used to. Do you remember Ant and Deck when they did SNTV Live? Yeah. One of them would dress up as Misty. Who's that? And Pokemon? they'd always go, Mister. And it was great. <laughs> <laughs> Misty's one of the female. She's not a Pokemon. She's a trainer. I did used to okay. watch it quite a lot. And I have tried to play it, but I'm just terrible at all computer games, really. Um, I, did, I, did, I had that Pokemon Go thing for like a hot minute, but I couldn't work out how to do anything on it. Yeah, I had it too. I reckon for about probably a month. It drained all of... This is back when I used to have data allowances. It drained all my data in like days for the whole month. And um, yeah, it was quite dull, really. And really frustrating when you did see something you want and then it just vanished when you tried to catch it. But um, apparently, it's, some of my friends it, are still playing it. Uncatchoutable. <laughs> uncatchoutable. Is that a particular Pokemon called Uncatchoutable? Maybe I should start playing it now. I mean, have, have we talked about this? Do you, did we ever talk about when they did the um, Pokemon Go Festival? No. Oh, it's hilarious. You have to look it up on YouTube. It's like the most badly planned, like social media well it was like a load of influencers and i think people paid quite a lot for tickets and the idea was that you could catch rare pokemon at this particular like festival event um but basically there was no wi-fi available so most of the people who turned up couldn't even log on to the app um so everyone was like chanting and they were furious and there's all these videos of like these cheerful influencers on stage trying to be all like hey guys who caught something good and it's just like boo because nobody's been able to even get onto their app but it's very funny to watch it's just like the worst (laughs) possible this sounds like another german word schadenfreude it is doesn't it mean schaden is shameful joy yeah shameful joy Schadenfreude. It's a great word. Fuck you, lady. That's what stairs are for. <laughs> it's from it's from Fuck. Avenue Q. Is it? <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen that for well since it was in theaters a million years ago in the West End. To be honest, I've seen it more than once. Actually, it's a great show. It is very good. It is I think is there not a new puppet show that I know that Trixie Mattel has a Trixie Mattel puppet that someone sent me. That's in some show. I don't know. It's a you, mu- could probably, a puppet. you could probably crochet your own puppet show. Oh my goodness, how fun. It would, would probably be? be wildly unpopular. Uh, thank you for the support. You're welcome. It's good to know that my um, dreams that I haven't yet had have already been crushed. That's why I'm here. <laughs> so what exciting plans have you got lined up now that there is a kind of a new amount of freedom in the world? Um, not much till I've had my second jab. Right. Um, after that, though, I'll give it a week or two, and then I don't know. I, the thing is, I quite if the weather was better, I'd quite happily just stay outside. Yeah. But the weather's so wank at the moment. It's insane. It's just one second it's lovely sun, and then the next minute it's like throwing down buckets. Mm-hmm. So is that how it is for you as well, or is that just yeah? No, pretty much yeah. Weird weather. So, so I. Um, I need to wait and see how that's going to pan out. I don't think I'll do anything this week. I think maybe next week I'll start reevaluating, but I don't know. It's, it's such a strange one 
the variant concerns me, but I don't know. It's you, I suppose you've got to live your life at some point. Yeah, but it's it's but hard to come know. out of hiding now, isn't it? Because it's it's a confusing time. Um, I've just booked tickets to go to an outdoor cinema event next weekend. Um, what are you seeing? Faster Pussycat Kill Kill. Oh, that rings a bell, but I've not seen it. I think it's like a grindhouse movie from the 60s. I've never actually seen it, but um, it's like, like, I know it's lots of sexy women who kill people, basically. So I thought it'd be fun. And there's going to be go-go dancers and some live bands. So I thought that sounded like a real life kind of thing that I would have done before COVID. Um, and who, who are you going with? Because it's not me. It's not you. Um, it's, I actually had to wait and like for somebody to give back their tickets before I could get tickets. But me and Ricardo are going to go. He'll enjoy the go-go dancers. He he's uh, he admires dance in all forms. I. What is a go-go dancer? I mean, it's a kind of sexy lady dancer. It's often cage dancers, but it's popular in the sixties. It's like you know, in Austin Powers, you'd have like cage dancers. Oh yeah, that's a go-go dancer. I've, yeah, I've I don't really know exactly. What... Really known. Yeah, I don't know exactly what the um, definition is because I don't Shad really think. And Friday. Dancers who are employed to entertain crowds at nightclubs. So I mean, you could say that we still have go-go dancers in clubs. Like, you know, Hold me closer, go-go well, dancer. Exactly. That famous uh, hit. <laughs> I've forgotten how the next line goes. Count the headlights on the highway. Hi. Do you know, me and um, a friend actually bonded on this because we both realised that Tiny Dancer was our favourite song. Aww. And that day for me it was. Tiny Dancer is always in my top five. Yeah. My favourite song rotates... Every so often to different ones. It's a hard... I always feel like there's like five top songs because it really depends on the mood you're in, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. I think what the one that's always in my top is Birdhouse In Your Soul by They Might Be Giants. I don't know it. Not to put too fine a point on it, say I'm the only bee in your bonnet. Make a little birdhouse in your soul. Um, no, that didn't help for so so many reasons. <laughs> Sounds exactly like that. Like, okay. it's such a good impression. Such a good impression. It's um, it's it's a fun song. It's by the guys that did the um, Malcolm in the Middle theme tune. Okay, you're yeah, not the... selling it to me, but yeah. yeah the yes, now maybe I don't know. Do you remember that song? Not the way you sing it, but yeah. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so mine. What another song that alternates in my top five is "Time After Time" Cindy Lauper. Oh yeah, I love that song. I love all of Cindy Lauper's songs, though, so it's hard to pick a fave. I love it. Night Swimming by R.E.M., just because I don't think any song evokes an actual mood or a feeling like you're there, like Night Swimming does. I think it's an astonishing song. Astonishing song. Astonishing. God, it's been a very singy podcast. Have we turned into Linda Belcher? (laughs) Yeah. So on the subject of singing, um, I highly amused Ricardo's parents at the weekend because we were watching a, a new film on Netflix called um, oh fuck, what's it called? The the girl in the window, I think. Have you seen that with Amy Adams? It's basically oh, a reimagining. Oh no, I've heard of, it's terrible. Though. Yeah, it's not great. 
Um, but one of the characters is called Jane Russell. Um, Jane Russell, obviously, being a famous old Hollywood actress. So at some point we're talking about that, and I just burst into two little girls from Little Rock from um, Gentlemen Prefer Blondes. Okay. And I was, like, dancing around, waving. Um, but I did it so suddenly that I took everyone by surprise. Not to mention I was very passionate about... I'm like waving my arms around and everything. So, yeah, Aww. apparently I took everyone by surprise. I wish I'd my... been there. Exactly. You should have. You should have been singing the Marilyn Monroe part. I don't know the song. Do you know the film? Have you seen Does that make me a bad homosexual? I don't know. Maybe it does. <laughs> I, I All mean... I know, for, and I think it's from that movie, is... A kiss on the hand could be diamonds, quite yeah, But diamonds are a girl's best friend. Yeah, that's the um, oh, final number, I believe, or if not the final, one of the last few. It's a really good film. It's one of my favourites of Marilyn's. Is Marilyn Monroe a gay icon? I think so. She's not. She's, co- she's not your typical gay icon. Um, I, think- I don't see a reference much. Jane Russell, I think, should be. She's pretty fabulous. I don't She's think I know Jane sassy. Russell. Well, another young, attractive lady from that period. What was um, she but, in? Uh, well, she's in Gentlemen Prefer Blondes. But she has a... Oh, okay. <laughs> um, it's, it's about the two of them, that film, and kind of their liaisons. I'll find out what else she was in. But, That's um, such she's... a good word, liaisons. There is a song in Gentlemen Prefer Blondes that Jane Russell sings... Um, where she just dances among lots of half-naked men who were doing, like, um, stuff in the gym, which is a lot of fun. Um, what else was she in, then? Uh, the Outlaw, The Pale Face. Oh, that sounds wrong. Cry So it seems like by far the movie that she's in that has aged the best would be Gentleman Prefer Blonde. She's in a lot of stuff, but... Gentlemen Marry Brunettes, apparently. That must have been a sequel. The Las Possibly. Vegas Story. All these famous I, movies. I've never seen uh, any of them. <laughs> That's your homework. I'm afraid. Have you seen that bloody Peanut Butter Falcon movie yet? No. Ugh. No. I'm, I'm, I've got one episode <laughs> left of Jupiter's Legacy to watch. But oh, is it thing- good? Is it good? I'm enjoying it. It's a slow burn, though, but it's You know it is that I'm good. in the comic book of that? No. Um, there's photos of me in it dressed as one of the characters. Because I, I vaguely used to know Mark Miller, the writer, um, and I did a dress-up as one of the characters. can't remember if they're in Jupiter's Circle or Jupiter's Legacy. I think they're in Jupiter's Circle because it's set in the past. Um, but there's a girl called Stargirl who's kind of like Marilyn Monroe but a superhero, so I did a dress up I forget that you've had such an interesting life. Not right now. <laughs> now you're that I'm sat on the bed crocheting. <laughs> you're crocheting a fucking dress, but in other times. It is a good show. However, the show that's really captured my imagination this week is Motherland on Netflix. Oh, I've heard that's good, it's yeah. It's so good. I need it's to so check that out. Good. I think I saw like the last minute of it before Inside Number 9 last night. Um, which I I, do you like Inside Number 9? It. I've never seen it. Oh, I think you'd really enjoy Inside Number Nine. Um, it's the guys from League of Gentlemen, which I'm assuming you love because it's brilliant. I was too young to love it at the time. I did watch it occasionally. I've rewatched it recently. I mean, there's some bits that haven't aged particularly 
well in terms of you know what people are allowed to say and i think they might have even taken it off for a while because there is some blackface in it um but it's, it's still an interesting watch it's still a lot of very good humor in there it's just obviously very dated in places now it's kind of crazy the stuff from like 15 years ago is so dated yeah like, but people were idiots that's why people thought they could just get away with anything yeah and they never, even 15 years ago, they couldn't get away with, with, with blackface. They just did it anyway. Well, they did it in The Mighty Boosh, which is kind of shocking, because I always think The Mighty Boosh... I mean, I don't think that either of those guys would intentionally, you know... I don't think I they're I thought racist, it was shocking just... at the time. And the same yeah. with the shows as well. It's just, I'm glad they've they've got rid of that stuff. Yeah. No, so am I. It's good not to have that precedent. Um, But obviously, I adore everything Noel Fielding does, because he's... Such a beautiful specimen of manhood. <laughs> oh, Except for the blackface. Okay. I don't I don't agree with that. <laughs> but one thing we'll say then, considering I think we're drawing our lovely podcast to a close, is... Is? A kiss on the hand may be quite continental. But diamonds are a girl's best friend. Oh, we've just cultured you all. So <laughs> that song that nobody knows. <laughs> that, so with that humble note, Anna will get back to crocheting her death rag. <laughs> I must admit, I like the thing that's most scary about crocheting something that takes like weeks to make. I mean, this doesn't look like it's going to fit particularly well, does it? I'm not going to say it looks hideous. I'm going to think it, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I just don't understand where my boobs are supposed to go. This it looks like... like a giant moo-moo. <laughs> it looks so bad. That's meant to just go... That's meant to be covering my boobs, that bit there. Like that, I think. I'm going to leave... I, I have faith <laughs> in your crocheting skills. So well, I, hopefully I I've got to have that... it done for tomorrow. So um, you might get to see a photo of me in it. If it oh, doesn't my completely goodness. fuck up. So... <laughs> I think that ship sailed. But okay. <laughs> See you all next time. Bye. Mm-mm, 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 mm-mm.